0: Unveiling the secrets A-list copywriters use to make themselves and their clients millions. This is the Copywriter's Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. Welcome back to the Copywriter's Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. David, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good, Nathan. How are you?
0: I am good, and I'm checking out the video stream. We've got a very special guest for the show today, so I'm excited to
1: see what we got going on. We do. I'll introduce her in a minute. First, let me mention that we've talked about the path of mastery in copywriting before, and a key part of moving ahead in your skills as a copywriter is regular practice. But how do you do that if you don't? already have lots of work to keep you busy. So today's guest, Wendy Ann Jones, confronted that important question herself when she first started writing copy. She couldn't find a good answer in anything that was available, so she created the solution herself, and I'm really impressed with it. It's a terrific book called The Copywriter's Workout, and Wendy really thought through what copywriters need to work on what you can do with this besides actually practice your skills is you'll develop a portfolio so you can show off your practice work to your prospects before you even have clients just so they can get an idea of what your writing's like and that's really important to have something to show when you're first starting out but most important to me is that this book can serve as a lifetime desktop companion for a copywriter who wants to stay in shape. Wendy has agreed to join us today and tell us all about it. First, though, I'd like to tell you a little about this. Copy is powerful. You're responsible for how you use what you hear on this podcast and most of the time, common sense is all you need. But if you make extreme claims, and if you're writing copy for offers in highly regulated industries, like health, finance, and business opportunity, you may want to get a legal review after you write and before you start using your copy. My larger clients do this all the time. So, Wendy, welcome, and thanks so much for being here.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me, David. It's a real pleasure to be here.
1: Oh, good. Well, let's get right right into this book, um, Copywriter's Workbook. What inspired you to create Copywriter's Workout? Copywriter's Workout. What inspired you to create the Copywriter's Workout in the first place? I sort of hinted at it a little bit, but why don't, why don't you get down to details?
2: Okay. I'm from, originally, before I started copywriting, I'm from a um, an operations background, and I'm one of those annoying people that has to know the hows and the whys of everything for it to to work for me. You know, I, I used to be in group training sessions when everybody wanted to go home and I'd be the one that was asking all the questions and just wanting, you know, and and from there I, I, you know, I, I went on to create training programs and that thing in in my job and, and train people. So when I started copywriting, I, I was really lucky I had a fantastic editor at my disposal in the programme that I was working in Um, and just make these books and services, you know, that I could write copy for to practice. You know, I was reading um, Albert's letters, you know, the Boron letters and stuff. I was working my way through breakthrough writing first time and I was just having a lot of fun. But then I kind of thought, how does this work? that customer from start to finish and obviously you can't do that in the real world so I started thinking well you know how how would it be possible to practice and get that real world experience and, and you know what am I actually supposed to be practicing and I started looking around thinking well there's bound to be some kind of workbooks of what to practice but I really struggled to find anything. So I could find lots of how, you know, how to practice and you should be practicing, but I couldn't I couldn't find a lot on what. And at the time, and I still do now, I was writing copy content more for business magazines. So I was writing company biographies, that kind of thing. And um, that led me to wade through, you know, so much information about companies and stuff. And I just thought, I've got this idea, you know, about how this could work and put it together and, and make it into a workbook. And um, yeah, so I just decided to go for it, really, to, because I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find what I wanted. So I thought, I'm in a position. I could actually create this. I've got the skills to create it. So let's do it.
1: That's awesome. And I know both you and I are, as you've just said, and I know I'm a big fan, too, of getting smart practice to improve your skills as a copywriter so like what is in the book specifically to help copywriters improve through practice
2: so what i've done is i've created 31 companies they are fictitious but they're based on real life companies so i've created them kind of based on you know over the over the last Three years or so, I've waded through you know websites, social media, surveys, interview forms from probably near on five hundred companies now, so I've got yeah. a good <laughs> I've got a good uh, idea of the personalities and different you know what different companies want their their ideal clients and forth so i I chose thirty one from completely different sectors, you know um just random people that would need copyright and services. And then I delved into my bag of what type of copyright and services can we offer. And obviously now in the online world, it's so far reaching. There's so many. And then I made a cross section. So every company on every page has got, you know, two or three exercises written down. So it's like, here's a company, here's what they're about. And here's what I want you to do. And I've tried to do some that are short, you know, some that can be longer, but it's, the idea of it is so that it's easy for people to practice. Oh, and by the way, there are also some uh, quotes from some great copywriters, including yourself, David. So Thank um, you. just to help people along the way and give them some tips about what they're supposed to be doing.
1: Yeah, when I saw that, my level of <laughs> That's attention okay, increased. Yeah, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Um, I'm, I'm going to give people just a little example from <laughs> one of these just to give people an idea of the, the depth and practicality you've got a a music company fictitious but realistic music company called discover music They they give lessons and and the, you have like two pages their target market problem it solves the thing people love most how you stand out lot, lots of good stuff that copywriters would need to learn to find out when they bring a new client and then flex your copywriting muscles Brainstorm some pain points, the ideal customer may have. Summarize the client's offer. List the benefits to the target audience. And that's not even the whole practice. Then choose from write a local flyer or write a series of five Facebook ads or brainstorm an opt-in for the company. So I I love the real-world practical detail that goes into this. Let me ask you, what level of copywriter is this book for? or can it be useful for people at different levels?
2: Okay, so at the beginning, I was aiming it at the new copywriters and improver level. That's where I was seeing the most need. So, you know, people like me at the time when I first thought about it, that were, you know, they're craving some sort of orderly method and a way to get their feet on the first rung of the ladders to give them some confidence. But since it's been published and I've started getting feedback from people, you know, I think everyone can actually use this. And I've had, you know, copywriters that are a lot further along the road say, yeah, I'm using your book. You know, some people, they only work with one deliverable. You know, they they write blogs or something and they might want to get into writing emails or something, more direct response. You know, they might be thinking about changing the sector that they're working in and, you know, want to explore new sectors and, and try writing for different things. And that would give them an opportunity to look at different niches. So I, I think really the answer is, I think everyone could get some use out of it. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, I had a similar experience long, long time ago when I came out with headline templates that, that was actually a product all by itself. It, sort of moved into my copywriting templates and, and, um, a number of other products. But what I was most surprised at, I, I, like you thought, oh, well, people who have never done this before, this will, you know, be like training wheels, help them get started. I, I remember Audrey lanford who unfortunately is no longer with us. She had a PhD from Stanford. She had started at least one Inc 500 company, and she was thrilled about this, you know? And I thought, Hmm you never know who could use something to get practice or get a little help, save a little time. Um, Could you talk any more about your own experience as a copywriter and what from that went into creating this book?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So my favorite part of copywriting, um, and I think this, this comes from my years of working in customer services, is the part where I understand who I'm writing to and who I'm writing for. So it's that kind of getting under the bonnet and understanding, you know, I love being that third person in that kind of marketing triangle where you've got that bird's eye view, haven't you? Um, and I see a lot of new copywriters in the communities I'm in and I mean, I remember feeling the same at the time. You feel like you should just know what to write, you know, you, oh, someone needs a website for this and you, and you should just know what to write. Well, obviously, you, of course you don't, of course you don't, you know, I mean, it could be something that's completely out of the realm of anything you've ever looked at before, but that doesn't mean you can't write the copy for it. It just means that you will have to do some more in-depth research about the products. So I love that. And, you know, when I, that's why I put the little interview section into the book. And when I, when um, I was getting it pre-read, they were like, oh, this isn't perfect. And I said, you know, it's not supposed to be, it's supposed to be the client talking, you know? So when it asks the questions of the client, you know, who, who's your product aimed at and, you know, what are you trying to achieve? All these things. And I wanted to make sure that I provided at least what I'd class as the minimum information that I'd need to start drafting the copy. And then when I started talking to people, I mean, I've well, you can probably tell already I'm I'm quite good at chatting, but, you know, not all copywriters are are necessarily. Some writers just like to stay, don't they? And a lot of the new writers, you know, I ran a, a live guided practice session, like based on the book, not long ago. And some of the feedback was amazing and the people were like, you know, what's great is I know what questions to ask now when I'm faced with uh, you know, a client or whatever, they said, you know, I'm really, it's really helping me to know how to formulate the questions. And I think, I think that's probably, that was brilliant for me because that's what I wanted. And then when they came back and said it, I was just like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it works. So yeah.
1: And when you say the interview portion, like here with Carlos Cafe, the problem your product or service solves, the thing you love most about, and then what you filled in is what a client might say, not necessarily the perfect answer. So it's a it's a real world simulation. Exactly. um, In in a book. That's awesome. Are there any kind of success stories you could share with from people who've used this? Anything specific?
2: Specifically, I've had some lovely um, feedback from people Um, I had one lady that I've, you know, I've met through my copywriting journey and, and she's been wonderful. But I mean, she's somebody that's worked in Hollywood. You know, she's an established writer. She's got lots of digital products that she's putting up at the moment. And she said, oh, you know, this is great for me because, you know, I want to explore other areas and avenues and this is just a really easy way for me to do that. So I found that that was great. And then I had another lady and she, um, I think she gave me a testimonial and maybe I've put it on the back of the book, but she said, this is the bridge between being a student of copywriting and being a professional copywriter, and she said it's exactly what em- I Emily
1: Rocha or Emily Ropat. to do that. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's it, Emily. Yeah, and just I think it's you know people have come to me and said you know and Mark as well. He said oh, you know it'll fill a void in the market, which I thought yeah, that's exactly what I thought, and it's just validation that other people were were seeing the same thing. So the guys that I went on the um, the live practice with. That was a surreal experience because they were using the formula live on the call with me. Uh-huh. And they were just like, oh, yeah, you know, and they were so enthusiastic. And I thought, you know, how many people getting enthusiastic about practice? And I thought, fantastic. Because a lot of the time it's like, oh, I need to practice. And it's the end of the day and I'm tired and stuff. But I thought, if you have an easy way, people are enthusiastic about doing
1: it yeah i i think your real world background (laughs) Um, as opposed to like an academic background makes it good i mean if you think about practicing the piano and you're doing scales or some old tired dead 18th century white man composers idea of you know a little minuet or something versus the latest song you heard on the radio you know um, or or something you're going to play oh, at, yeah. at church. I've stopped playing,
2: you know, I started playing guitar with that dummy.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's
2: so, it. You're just like, oh, I can't do this anymore. I need to learn songs now. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> could you give us some examples of the exercises in the book that anyone listening to today can use to start honing their own copywriting skills?
2: So one that I've peppered throughout the book, which could probably be useful, to read with your, your headline book, David, as well, which is, um, you know, to brainstorm a series of headlines, you know, so for an example, it could be, you know, the homepage of an interior design company, for example, they could, you know, think, right, okay, and they could go and look at the websites of interior design companies and look at, you know, look at that and actually do the research, but then try to write, you know, a headline that resonates more with the audience. I mean, I've seen, I've seen these challenges where it's like, write a hundred headlines, you know, write a hundred headlines and you'll get one good one. And, you know, I completely understood that when I was starting to copyright, but I was so intimidated by trying to write a hundred headlines about the same thing. So I've put, you know, write three headlines or write five headlines. And the truth is, you're probably going to write many more than that but it's not intimidating. So it means that you can get started. It's not putting that big wall up saying I have to write a hundred, you know, and it's, I found that so difficult. And then, um, I put things in there. Like I know a lot of new copywriters start with writing blogs Yeah, and I've seen lots of comments saying they're intimidating as well, you know, because, you know, we're saying now, you know, a blog needs to be probably 1500 words for it to rank on Google at least. And, To someone that's you know just started out with writing it's like write 1500 words about this topic that you know nothing about i mean i know you've got ai and stuff like that now but that's still a lot of words if you're not writing on a daily basis and you're not used to churning out that volume um so i put things in like brainstorm you know three different blog topics that you could propose to this client. So, you you know, you'd pick a client, say maybe Carla's Cafe or something. And then um, just write the introduction section, just write the beginning. And then obviously if they've got more time, that means that they've started, which is the hardest part. I, I always think for anything to do with writing, that's the hardest part. And from there, if they love what they're doing, you know, they can do the whole blog, they can write the whole blog, they can look into the SEO, they can, you know, once you're in the flow, it's a lot easier to go. And, you know, they could really end up polishing that piece of work and using it as a, a portfolio piece at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, I, I really like that. And I understand your point completely. Your, your practice should not be intimidating and overwhelming because simply you won't do it. it what it, it should be is, you know, small steps that progressively lead to the next step people will do that and they'll learn from that i I really like that what would you say are some of the most common challenges copywriters face that your book helps them with
2: okay so the first one is definitely confidence because there's so much to learn and the more you get into it the more you realize there is to learn So I think having a base where you understand the different types of copy and you've had a little bit of practice writing them, I think that's a real game changer. um, When it comes to approaching prospective clients, you actually feel like you've got a bit of experience under your belt. The next I would say is probably understanding what you like to write. You know, some people like the blogs and the long form. Some people really like the direct response. Some people like the ads. Some people like me like a bit of everything just to keep the variety going. You know, I really love long form, but it's, you know, I love sales pages, but it is, you know, it takes a part of your soul every time you write one because you put so much into it. So sometimes writing the short stuff is fun, you know? (laughs) Yeah, so, like, obviously exploring that and also exploring different, uh, I think, like we said earlier, exploring different sectors. You know, like me, I was working in technology and it would have been so logical for me to decide to write in technology. but I was tired of technology. You know, I wanted to do something else. You know, i had been doing technology for 12 years and I was just like, give me a break. I want to write something not that's not so intense, you know, so. Trying to write in different, you know, different topics. That I think that really helps. And obviously, we've mentioned before building a portfolio. Um, one thing I want to touch on as well is that a lot of the people that I've come into contact with that are moving into copywriting, a lot of stay-at-home mums that are looking for a way to have an income. You know, because we're in this digital world now. So they're like working in between nap times and you know, grabbing time here and there. There's people that are dealing with, you know, illnesses, they can't they can't work full time or they're caring for someone that's you know got an illness and they're thinking, you know, I, I'd like a career that I can earn a good salary, but you know, I can't be working in an office or put 40 hours a week or 60 hours a week in, whatever. So all those people they're grabbing time and people that are using copywriting as a side gig as well. You know, they're, they're grabbing 15 minutes here and 15 minutes there. And I think having a tool like this can help you to do that because you can track your progress using the book. I've left a lot of white space in the book as well. So, you know, if you buy the the hard copy of the book, you can write all over it. You can put your notes in there. You can track your progress, you know, and, and when they're building that portfolio, you know, they can put it in and get it edited, like I did, you know, um, with my pieces, and build that portfolio, you know, and that starts to uh, give more confidence again when you've got something to show your show your clients. That's good. Um, um, oh, yeah, I wanted to say there was one other thing. So when I first started, well, before I put it before I put the book together, I actually built out a funnel. For one of the one of the um, companies that I created, so it was the first company that I created from scratch, and I actually built that funnel out, got my pieces edited by a professional copy editor, put it in my portfolio, and then approached a client in that niche, and I got the job based on that. I love that. So I know it works.
1: <laughs> and tell us just a little bit about your business as a copywriter.
2: Okay. Um, so I started copywriting probably, is it getting on for three years, two and a half, three years ago now, as a side gig to break away from my technology job. Um, and I followed a copywriting course. And then, um, yeah, about, it's only about 18 months ago, um, I went full time into copywriting. And I started targeting the um outdoors and adventure travel industry because that is something that interests me. I love travel and I love being outside, you know, um and I I was one of those people I didn't know which niche to pick, I'll be honest, because I like a lot of things. I love music, I like live events. You know, there were so many choices. I speak French, so I was like, oh, maybe I could do that got myself in a right stew about where to start at the beginning but I chose that and got myself started you know the imperfect action thing and got a few clients with that after I'd you know written for a few people that I know that have got small businesses um, and then I thought I was really attracted to the direct response copy, you know, um, obviously reading the stuff that you guys have been doing and starting off reading all that good stuff. I used to be obsessed with those letters that came through the door, you know, the, the old-fashioned direct response letters and everything. When I was a kid, I loved them and I used to pore over them and I was like, oh, I'd love huh? to write something like that. So, yeah, I know. So at the moment, I'm... Um, yeah, I'm writing sales pages which is, is kind of new to me. I've I've been doing it for about 6 months now, but it's a lot of fun working with coaches and course creators and uh yeah, I love it. So, it, like I say, it does take a little bit of your soul because you pour absolutely everything you've got into it. Yeah. yeah. But it it, it it you just it's need fun. to you need so, to yeah. find
1: ways to regenerate after you do it. That's the key thing.
2: Absolutely outdoors and just
1: (laughs) exactly okay so tell us um here's the book again the copywriter's workout by wendy ann jones where can people get it how can they get it
2: okay so it is available on amazon obviously as a paperback that you've seen and also as an ebook so i will say if anyone does grab a copy I'd love for you to leave me a review because that is an amazing way to spread the word and let other people know about the book. This is my first book, so I'm very much on the rungs of the ladder climbing my way up um, and aspiring to to be in that world. But the feedback I've had from everybody has been amazing so far. So if if you identify with any of this, um, then I'm sure the book will be really, really useful for you. Yeah, and if anybody wants to reach out to me, and talk to me at all, they can, um, contact me through my website, you know, and if you, if you leave a review and you want to chat and anything, I'm, I'm happy to do that as well. I always love hearing from people and you can tell I'm chatty anyway, so.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So your, your website, we'll we'll leave it in the show notes, but it's, it's your name, Wendy Ann Jones, um, no E in the end. So Wendy A-N-N Jones, right. Dot com.
0: I'm going to jump in real quick and before we're out of here, I'm just going to say thank you for coming on. And I feel like this is one of those episodes, we get a lot of copywriters that are new, that are just coming in and they ask, how do I get started? How do I break into the industry? How do I establish myself without any any work under my belt yet? And I think that this is a great resource for people that are in that position. And I just want to thank you for taking the time to put together something that kind of most of what we do is for the more advanced copywriters and we just kind of ignore and a lot of a lot of the resources out there ignore the the huge pain point of people just getting into copy and just trying to get started. So I think this is a perfect solution for a huge number of new copywriters out there. So I just wanted to say thank you for creating it. And thank you for coming on and sharing your insight with our listeners today.
2: Thank you so much, Nathan. And thank you, David. It's been an absolute pleasure to be on talking to you guys. I've listened to you so much. And it's just amazing to be here. Thank you for having me on.
0: And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you head over to copywriterspodcast.com to check out all the other episodes. And uh, you can find links to Wendy's website and her book in the show notes page, episode 341. And until next time, we will catch you later.
1: Catch you later. Stories are the most powerful way to get and hold a prospect's attention. Of course, you already know that. But the problem many of us have had is, even though stories are absolute magnets for getting attention, they don't do that much to advance the sale. That's because the way most of us have been taught to tell stories was not with persuasion in mind. I decided to change that. So I looked at what I had learned in studying story and writing copy for decades, as well as coaching all-star copywriters. What I had learned about stories that persuade, and I wrote a book. It's called The Persuasion Story Code. It tells you exactly how to create and use stories to move the sale forward. Lots of stories. I'm including examples of 25 different kinds with step-by-step guidelines for putting your own persuasion stories together. You can get The Persuasion Story Code on Amazon.com. Check it out you'll be glad you did. Hey, did you enjoy today's show? Want to help get it into the ears of more listeners? Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app. This is the Copy and Funnels Podcast Network.